everybody. Great episode today. We got sex toys, a boyfriend that's on vacation, and a girl who won't stop coming after a dude. Check it out. Enjoy. Share it with friends. And welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Times Square. We're here at Nutmeg Studio, straight from the nut. We're going to make that a thing. We're here at Nutmeg Studio, the one and only place you'd ever want to tape a podcast. As our guest today said as she walked in, it is palatial. Amazing. We got Shelby here on the ones and twos. What's up, Shelby? Not much. Good. I'm bringing that energy. Good. Now, uh, and I'm here with our guest, an OKP. She's back. Uh, original key player, Kay Brown. Thank you for coming on. What's up, freaks? Uh, <laughs> good to have you. You know Kay. She does tons of stuff with Betches. Uh, she's on Instagram. You should all be following her at City. At K-York City on Instagram. How you been? What's going on? Do you have a boyfriend? What's your status? What's going down? Um, I've actually never been more single. Same as uh, same as before. Gr- girls <laughs> say that. What is aggressively single? What do you think the definition of that is? Um, well, I got stood up like last week, so. Oh yeah, you told me about. So like this. things. I mean, I don't know. I don't really care, but I just haven't been really going on dates. And then any guy that I want to go on a date with, like either things don't actually happen, or I guess like I got stood up last well, time. You got stood up. Explain how the. I don't the 2018 stand up. What is that? Well, like he texted me in that morning, and we were planning uh, like going out that uh, that evening. Mm. And he was like, "Okay, let's meet at this place at this time." And so I'm like, "Place and time, you got the spot." And yeah, I was like, "Okay, okay cool. I'll see you at this place at this time." So I went there, and um, I shot him a text, and I was like, "Hey, I'm already here. Am I sitting at the bar? I like to get there kind of early, sure, because I want to get the, the I want to get like yeah, I want to get comfortable, like make sure like maybe I already have a drink, that yep. sort of thing. I want to feel comfortable." And so I texted him, I was like, "Hey, I'm here." And then. Um, 15 minutes later, he didn't show up yet. I also didn't hear back from him. And so I was like, hey, let me know your ETA. Like, do you want me mm-hmm. to order you a drink? Like, trying to be, like, cool about it. Like, it's fine. Like, Hey, listen, things happen. Right. And he could have been underground on the train. Whatever. Sure. Um, he's still underground on the train. Still, like, still, like, <laughs> maybe train. he's still there. Maybe he's still there, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. on whatever train. But uh, let me Google um, if there's been any train accidents I for a month. I wouldn't put it past the MTA. <laughs> but and then I didn't hear anything back for another 15 minutes, and so so now you're at 30 in. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is crazy. So <clears> I was like, hey, I'm gonna leave. Like, if you're not like coming, let me know. Um, heard nothing, and then I like finished my drink and I left. Wow, that is a classic stand-up. Like, what a waste of makeup. That, that waste of makeup. <laughs> <What a> w- <laughs> Look at the crowd. You. The studio audience is very upset. <laughs> I mean, that is weird because that's very pre-cell phone to me. Yeah, like, all you have to do is say, hey, I'm not coming, or hey, things, like, happen. Make up the excuse. To ghost Anything. the date is actually crazy. So rude. Because... Nowadays, the new version of standing someone up is, 
hey, something came up three hours before. Oh, yeah. Because it's so easy to send that text, turn your phone over, never look at it for the rest of the day. Yeah. And you'll feel like shit, but then at least you'll never see this person again. Fine, bye. Fine. But this guy... I, like, showed up. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, I mean, insane. I haven't been stood up on a date. And I, I Stand up, I could understand if it's 1998, Friends is on TV, you are just like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'll never see this person. Who like, fucking cares? This, didn't care. this is a day and age where you could text him right now. You should text him right now and just be like, hey, hey still waiting. <laughs> I'm Let's still here. Let's see still at the bar. <laughs> Right? Yeah. The audience agrees. You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Let's text. see what happens. If he Honestly, texts by the end, just be like, hey, I'm still waiting at this bar. Let me know. Just because, like, him. why not? All right. Listen, I'm, I, I want to get... We're getting into the show. We got K-York, uh, K-York City. I just called you K-York. <laughs> K-York. Just like Andrea. we said before we, before <laughs> no we started taping. Name. She was saying... Uh, K was saying, people don't know my name. They think it's K-York. Yeah. Um, but K-York City on Instagram... K Brown, so funny, so awesome. Go follow, go support. Uh, we have a great show today. Let me thank the people of Philadelphia for coming out to shows. You guys were amazing. Uh, the live podcast will be coming out on Friday. It's a long episode. We had three guests. We did a dating profile makeover. Then we brought three different women on stage. It was really good. And gave them some brutal, fun advice. Um, the emails are the emails. You know the show. I would encourage you, make sure you get to the end part of the episode. Yeah. So, uh, but the live podcast from Philly, we want to thank the punchline for having us. Uh, you guys are amazing. You're coming out to shows. You're doing it. You're, this is how it works. That's how the feather falls, as they say. <laughs> okay. You know how it falls? Gently down the seam of my nuts. I and, was about to ask how. <laughs> yeah, that's how it falls. It just keeps Swooping side to side to side, <laughs> then it gets to my nuts and goes straight down. Great. Um, listen, but I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm not done traveling. I'm coming to your town. Uh, the 11th, that is a week from Wednesday, I'm going to be at Uptown Social in Charleston, South Carolina. Now listen, if you're in Charleston and you're not at that show, get out of my life, okay? Because they're $10 tickets, they're cheap. You're going to get no drink minimum, no nothing. You can come to the bar, and I'm going to be there hanging the whole night. Also, like, what else are they doing? Yeah. You go to the beach during the day. Nothing. You come talk to Papa JT at night. (laughs) So we're going Uptown Social this uh, July 11th. And then I'm coming to Atlanta, the Laughing Skull Lounge. Uh, We sold out the 14th. Thank you, people. The 15th. They added another show. They said, let's give uh, let's give the young gun a chance, the Wizard of Oz. So July 15th, they've added another show. If you couldn't get tickets to the Atlanta show yet, go Atlanta Laughing Skull Lounge. I'll be there on the 15th doing a one-night-only event because the other night sold out. You fucking lost out. So make sure you get to the other night. So I'm also coming to Denver the 23rd of July. So Charleston... Atlanta, Denver, Uptown Social, Laughing Skull Lounge, Denver Comedy Works. Get your tickets. Bring a crew. That was the best part of these Philly shows and the shows I've been doing. The people bringing the buddies, and I understand that's a tough thing to do because you're like, is you know, you think I'm funny or you like what I do, mm-hmm. and it's like, will these people, will he disappoint my friends? 
is this person not as good? Is what I'm listening to different than live? And let me let you know something. No, something, Mr. Listener, Mrs. Listener. Um, I care. I care more about that than you think. There's some other podcasters, I'm not going to name names, that are doing tours around these great states. And you know what they haven't been doing? Live shows for eight years, three times a night, every night, in front of crowds of two people. So I will tell you right now, fully prepared, fully ready, fully able to make your friends go, holy shit, thank you for bringing me. So bring friends, get them out, get them out of the house. You shouldn't be at home in the summertime. There's nothing on TV. Let's do some emails. You ready? Ready. At K York City on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. We got some great emails. Shelby's here. The whole J Train live studio audience is here. It's so good to have. Yeah, they're rowdy today. (laughs) They are rowdy. (laughs) Look at that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like Arsenio in here. Let's do the womanizer. Wait a minute, is this the 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 dildo you were talking about? I hope so. Same. <laughs> I don't so, even know what it is, but I'm ready. What's up, Jared? Congrats on the sixth of the podcast, dude. I started listening to it during the TFM days when I was never been kissed. 18-year-old high school senior. Now I'm a 22-year-old college senior who has definitely been kissed. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the audience likes that. <laughs> And then she writes, and then some. That's, I mean, that's She's great. scandalous. I More like than it. me at the moment. <laughs> Let, let's say that from listening to the podcast back then, I thought I was going to encounter a lot more guys using terms like pussy destroyer, poon salon, and meat sword, to name a few. Anyways, a few podcasts back, Shelby brought up the sex toy, the womanizer, and no one on the show seemed to know what that was. I'm here to tell you that toy is great. Wow. I need to know what this is. What is this now? a commercial for Womanizer now? This is the Hitachi magic wand all over again. This is it. We're back. And no one on the show knew what it was. I'm here to tell you that it is great. I can literally make me come in 30 seconds. All right. Now I'm worried about the Womanizer. It's going to take over the I place know, of like, men. I know, like, all guys are, like, irrelevant at this point. Kay just slid off her seat. <laughs> I know it sounds scary, man versus machine. Yeah. But when it's used during sex, it can actually make the orgasm even stronger. What? Is there such a thing as like a stronger, lighter orgasm? Yeah. No, there really is. Like there are times when like I like masturbate or whatever sure. and some of my orgasms are like, oh fuck, that like sucked. That wasn't a good that one. That wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, and I like roll over and go to bed like pissed. <laughs> and then, fuck you, <laughs> vagina. I know, yeah. like wow. But then there's some that are like really great, but um, there are different like levels. She writes, all guys should invest in one because it will keep the ladies coming back for more. That's kind of a weird thing to have at the home. Yeah. I don't know what, like, someone goes, you know, the cleaning lady goes through my drawers and all of a sudden she's like, this guy doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like um, having the guy own one and him just using it on, like, whoever is kind of weird. Like, if a guy brought that out and was like, hey, I have this or whatever, like, while we were hooking up, I'd be like, okay, but how many people use that? He's not washing it. Yeah, he's not washing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys are gross. And so I feel like the girl should have it. Yeah. And just, like, bring it with you Have it at the home base and then just leave it out on the bed. Oh, how did that get there? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're fucking and it's like, bring it in. Yeah. And then you bringing the chainsaw. You know, it should be used on one woman. Start it out. Side note, you actually hosted a comedy show for my high school class at Gotham. 
I'm sure you were really stoked to be doing stand-up for a bunch of white, rich, 18-year-old high school graduates, LOL. <laughs> that happens from time to time. They have, like, uh, prom shows around oh, the city. Great. And it's just shit to keep people from not drinking. Yep. Uh, personally, I remember it being a great show and being excited to see my favorite podcaster doing a live show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for trying. Thank I know you. that yeah, is yeah, all. Is nice. Yeah, that is really <laughs> that nice. Really nice. <laughs> uh, let's do another one. Uh, vacation Envy. Okay. Pulls it closer. <laughs> J Train, first off, thanks so much for answering my spicy email of the week about my boyfriend's best friend's new girl. Turns out you were correct. She was out of the picture shortly after I hit send. LOL. Hallelujah. New problem now. <laughs> new problem now. My boyfriend just left on a two-week vacation with his boys all around Europe. Mykonos, south of France, the works. He's there for a wedding, and we started doing uh, dating after invitations were sent out, which is why I didn't get the plus one. I trust that he isn't doing anything there to jeopardize a relationship, but seeing all their awesome Snapchat videos and partying and discovering this beautiful new place together has me green with envy and honestly a little depressed. I can't help but find myself wishing my boyfriend and I were experiencing this together. The worst part is that a lot of other uh, girls were invited too, so I feel like the only girl of the group who's stuck back at home. I need your advice how to act and deal with my summertime sadness while he's away for the next 12 days. Booking a ticket out there is unfortunately not an option. What do we think? Um, I mean, I totally get it. I mean, yeah. I get wanting to be out there and like having that FOMO. Like I have FOMO all the time, especially if it'd be like a boyfriend or some... Um, you know, loved one or significant other. Sure. I would I would hate being left behind. And also, you know, having those, like, thoughts running through your head about, uh, is he, you know, flirting with somebody else or, like, yeah. whatever, especially having all those girls around. I mean, that sucks. Here, I mean, like, you're on, you're, you're out on Instagram. You know, yeah. like, you're not, you and I are on it in a different way than maybe the everyday sure. Joe or Jim. So, like, you know, do you see this from... Do people come to you and think that you're like having the like they must oh, think like yeah. that if someone look at your Instagram and then you and then here you go well, I'm aggressively single they would I would think they'd be surprised no yeah either like single or like they think they're like oh my gosh you're drinking every single day like how sure. do you like rally and stuff I'm like well when I go out and I drink and stuff I'm I don't usually drink that much. I always drink like a certain amount and I'm like never like hammered. I never black sure. out. But people think I'm this like super crazy party girl, yeah. which I mean, I do go out and I do fun things like that. But it's never any. It's way more low key than but people this think. Is, this is to kind of prove the point that I would make to her is to say whatever you see on there. Yeah. You are going to build up times a million. Yeah, it's social media versus, like, reality. Yeah. Like, it's not... People put stuff on social media, like, on their Instagram stories because at that very moment, it's really cool. Yeah. But, like, ten minutes before that or five minutes before that, going, everybody was, like, go? sitting on the couch, like, okay, well, what bar are we going to, guys? Like, what are we eating? Yeah. Nobody yeah. is... You, n very few Instagram stories are made... Uh, like right after the gangbang happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not like, like, take out the camera! If he wasn't posting, that's when I would be more like concerned because that means he's having even more of a good time and, and not, not even on his phone, about his not phone. thinking about it. Yeah. I would say, and the, also the biggest mistake you can make as the stateside girlfriend, boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. is to get upset and let that person know. Yeah, no. You hold have to, you gotta hold that shit in. <laughs> because the one thing, I've been on trips or whatever, or I've been away for shows, 
and I'll have someone call me and like they'll break down to me. And I'm like, listen, I'm here for my fun time. Yeah. Don't ruin uh, that. You should be happy for me that I'm out here having mm-hmm. fun. And if there's an issue, we can take care of it when I'm home. But I can't even take care of it now. Right. All you're doing is making sure that you're drowning and you're trying to pull me down with you into the ocean. Yeah, it's not going to help. And all he's going to do is get pissed at you and then want to talk to you even less and want to yes. do, you know. If he walks away from this trip going, I spent, uh, like, with any memory of, uh, I spent, like, so much time fucking have to, like, you know, keep keep my girlfriend at home okay with my fun time. Yeah, no. He's going to be annoyed and resent you. And I'm not saying it's not, I can't tell you how to feel. I understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. You're jealous. I get it. They're going on a great trip. Then maybe you need to take some control and say, okay, I'm going to check in with him once a day. I'm not going to, I'm going to turn off stories for the week. I'm going to mute them. Yeah. No one cares if you're not looking. Yeah, he's not going to be like, I wonder if she saw me like do this, this, and this. No. I would, if I was her, the best way to go, you do one phone call a day. Like it's prison. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And just like make it a quick like catch up. Like how was your day? Like what's going on? Or like what are you up to today? Do it in the morning. Get it over with. Sure. Like fine. And get it over with and do it on a a schedule. And then at least you get the check in. And then he can tell you what's going on and you can invent. The problem now is we used to invent the reality in our heads. Mm-hmm. Now we can't help but inventing the reality that we see that times 20. Yeah. You know, like, I, I I think there's a lot of envy on the internet. I think that's, like, why a lot of people are, like, attacking each other. It's crazy. It's crazy. And what happens is I think you used to, your neighbor would go on vacation and you'd go, oh, yeah, they went on vacation. You know, the Smiths went on mm-hmm. vacation. And you'd be like, you would just assume that they did whatever vacation you did. Yeah. You'd but be now like, we have to see they it. Because li- they live next door. They must have the same amount of money as mm-hmm. me. They must have the same social thing as me. Now you get to see. Yeah. And you're wondering, wait a minute. The Smiths next door, lives next door to me. How'd they get that money? Yeah. How'd they get that trip? And it's it's a change, and it's something that we don't talk about right now because it's a little embarrassing mm-hmm. because it is envy and it's not a good look. But you're thinking it. And That's you're why spiraling. We're st- spiraling. <laughs> Start spiraling. And I think for this girl, it's better off turn it off. Don't be. Don't you know? Make her go old school on this. One day call, prison style. Yeah, and then that way, like. Um, you know if there's something wrong if he's not calling. That's when there's like a problem if he is not giving you that like phone call that you decided to have like every morning. That's when mm. it's a thing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending these emails. We got K Brown at K York City on Instagram. Go follow, go support. Hey, take a minute right now. Think <laughs> about your underwear. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> I know it's a little weird, but think about it. But you first thought probably isn't they're awesome. <laughs> Which is why I got to tell you about me undies. They're comfy, awesome undies that'll make you feel be make you feeling good from the moment you put them on. And when you feel good, anything's possible. Me undies are made with a material sustainably sourced from beechwood trees. Okay. Their naturally soft fiber makes a fabric that won't sag down or ride up. Trust me, once you put a pair on, you'll get it. Meet with MeUndies. You can get uh, undies sent right to your door. No more hunting around the perfect pair uh, at a crowded store and eventually settling for something that is just good enough. Yep. Feel free to improvise here. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> I legit was thinking about my undies. Like, I, didn't, I didn't need to think. No, you didn't. <laughs> didn't even need to think. Didn't um, even need to. I'm wearing them now. I had to hey, think Oh, you're wearing them, Shelby? Never not. Never not. Never not wearing I'm wearing mine. Mine have bananas on them. I don't have any Just on. Just like a but penis. I could if yeah. I had right? these. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about underwear. You only think about them until you need them. Yeah. That's the only time you think about them. But let, let me... Papa J train the Wizard of Weddings, the uh, you know the Emperor of Underwear. Let you know <laughs> that these are the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on my body. When you feel good in your underwear, you look good in your clothes. Also, they got fun designs, cool different like looks for them. When you pull down your pants, a girl or a guy is gonna look at you and go, "Ha!" Huh. Love it. And they ain't going to be laughing at size. Okay? They're going to be happy that you have a sense of humor about yourself and that you also take care of your underwear. If you see a guy with shitty underwear, you're thinking, Oh, my God. Like, you know, like the the saggy, like like, gross or like ripped and this. No. No. You want well manicured underwear. Yeah. So Miendis is so sure you're going to love your first pair that if you're not happy, they'll do whatever they can to get you in the right pair. And if they can't, keep them and they'll refund you. So really, it's a risk-free try of the best underwear ever. So this is a risk-free try. So here's the here's the offer. You ready? I'm ready. Get out your pens and paper. Still not sure? Well, Miendis has a deal. For my listeners, first-time purchasers get 15% off their first pair of Miendis and free shipping. That's 15% off free shipping and a guarantee that you and your Miendis will be very happy together. Get your butt over to Miendis.com and treat yourself. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to Miendis.com slash JTrain. That's Miendis.com slash JTrain. Miendis.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash J-Train. Go now. MeUndies.com slash J-Train. So dealing get those. with <laughs> dealing And girls are guys. They have both women and men stuff. It's great. Dealing with the ugly girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, Brotato Chip. I'm in a fraternity. Oh, we obviously tell. in a state somewhere, and I'm having trouble with this girl who's nice and cool, who likes me. But the problem is, I don't like her back. This has become an issue. Become an issue because she is cock blocking me from all her friends, and he puts in parentheses, "very hot." Oh no! <laughs> because she called, and he puts in quotes, "dibs." This has killed my game with five different girls. So this is a problem. How can I get her to stop doing this but still be friends with her? Oh, that's really hard because it's like a sensitive subject, mm. especially with like if you're, he's trying to like go for the girls that he's that she's friends with. Sure. He just needs to like get over the fact that he will never have those girls. Yeah. Those like those fr- five friends or whatever that this girl's friends with, those are just I mean, that's done. Yeah. What do you have you ever had a guy that's come after you that like you know, in this situation, the reverse. Yeah, and like, and that's hard because you don't want to, you don't want to hurt their feelings. And I feel like, um, I don't want to say women are more sensitive about this sort of thing sure. than men, but um, like, if I were the ugly girl in the situation, and like, you know, I was always like hitting on this guy, hitting on this guy, and he came at me and was like, "Yo, um, I really like your friends, not yeah. you." Like, I don't no, even. No, it's a mind fucker, and it yeah, sucks. And, that's so hard. Um, I mean, to me, the answer, here's a couple things. The only answer is to leave. 
That's the only way in is out. Yeah. Confucius once said that the, the only way in <laughs> is out. Yeah. You got to leave before you can come back. So to me, listen. Thank oh you. <laughs> listen, young one. You must leave the grasp of Fugly to come back to the land of vagina. And what I mean by this is that, listen, you are being an asshole by keeping up this friendship with the girl that you don't want to hook up with while knowing that she wants to hook up. Because right now you're around her all the time. And she thinks... And and this isn't to say she's wrong. She's sitting there being like, I got this great personality. We connect. What is it? And she's hot to somebody, mm-hmm. just not you. Yeah. You know, to say that she's the ugly, you know, I think you're wrong. You're, you, you're writing that for effect. But I think she will be hot to somebody. But you sitting there and talking to her and being fun and being affable is just saying, is, is, is her being like, well, the only thing, like every guy wants sex. It's like, well, And yeah, I'm here to give it. No, and I, yeah, I think the only way for him to, like, end this thing is to, if it's just those group of girls that he's friends with, just, like, go find another group of girls. You gotta like, go to different circles. You just gotta so the, go so, somewhere else. So here's the move. You gotta stop talking with her, but in a polite way. Like, because right now you gotta let her move on to someone else. Mm-hmm. You gotta have her find new dibs on a new guy. And, because right now... You're not helping. I know this. This guy's texting with her. He's being cool. He's he's getting some attention from her. I know for yeah. a fact. So you got to stop texting with her. Just kind of ease off. Kind of disappear a little bit. Let her go. Don't hang out with that crew. Find a new crew to hook up with and go hang out with. And I'm not saying those other girls, her friends, are off limits forever. No. But the only way to get with them is to leave. Yeah. And the only way for that to happen is for you to go find a new crew. And then what happens is she'll see what happens with girls a lot of times. Yeah. Is they'll be like, oh, they're hanging out with those girls now? Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. <laughs> like Everybody has like their set like group of girls or whatever. It's like, well, I guess they're hanging out with them, whatever. And blah, blah, they'll blah. find a new group of yeah. dudes. And she'll find a new dibs. And then you're going to get to later in life and you'll be at a bar and you'll go, hey, what's going on? And we used to hang out. Cool. Now you have already set the path. Just like hope she's not hot then. Yeah. <laughs> because then it'll be a mess. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, more than friends with benefits. Okay. So, like boyfriends and girlfriends. Hey, Papa J Train. Longtime listener, second time writer, but my past write in doesn't really matter. I'm a recent college graduate. Who attended school in Florida but moved back to home to New York to attend grad school. This past summer, I hooked up with the first guy to break my heart back in high school. Mm. So you went back to the high school well. I guess you could say the hookup was a long time coming and it was worth it. We kind of dated the summer going into my senior year of high school before I asked uh, the ever so daunting question if anything was going to come out of our relationship. And as explained, we stopped talking about a week later. Well, now as college graduates and back home, 
(laughs) (laughs) We started hooking up again, and it's really comfortable and ideal. Conversation is easy. We hang out. Sex is bomb. No real complaints. Ever since our mishap, I've been really good at keeping things low-key with guys as a way of not hurting myself. But I'm wondering if there's any hope in him realizing we'd be a good match. He never explained why he wouldn't date me in high school, but we were so young, so I went on with my life. He has a job in the city and I'm in school, so just hooking up is working for now as we're both busy during the week. But I can't keep from wondering uh, as he fits the ideal guy. It's still early, though, and I don't want to get over my head. I'm asking for your opinion. Is there any hope or keep it friends with benefits? What do we think? I mean, I don't know, because that's really hard. Because if you think about it, if he didn't want to date you then, like Mm. what's. But then was high school, you know, who's going to college with a girlfriend? I know, right? Unless you're like from Ohio, like yeah. me, like, like <laughs> yeah, like I everybody mean. like just keeps with their same relationship. But um, that's you know the whole like I don't know if you're up, you're up with the Bachelor stuff sure. like this Ashley I and like yep, Jared yep, whatever. Yep. So Ashley I was a former Bachelor contestant. Yeah. Jared was a former Bachelorette contestant, mm-hmm. and then they got together on Paradise, and it became but, the the I interviewed them for uh, wow. Hinge. And it became this running thing where she was like after him, and he Obsessed. wasn't, and, and he wasn't into it. Literally, like, and ruining now they're engaged, <laughs> like ruining his relationships with other people. But now they're engaged, and it's so weird because I feel like it creates this like false hope that like if you're around enough, this guy will like change his mind. And yeah, you know. I don't see them working long term. No, be the, the, the Ashley I Jared thing because. That is true. I, I think it's a false expectation. Like, it can happen. Listen, it can happen. Of course. But, but um, the, I think for this girl, you can't ask what this will be. You have to do what you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think uh, that's a confusing message. But I don't think you going to him, this guy, I, I, guys want to um, climb the mountain. Yeah. And and that's not to say I'm not saying like you're the the cow or the milk for free like I'm not saying that mm-hmm. I'm saying that you can't just be available every weekend to hang Absolutely. when he wants to hang if you want this to be more mm-hmm. because right now you're the what what you were for him was someone that was hot and fun and uh, someone he wanted but also you were easy. Because he'd already talked to you before. Yeah. You were someone that he's had conversations with. You knew. I think about it a lot in terms of comedy. Like when I get on stage in front of an audience where everyone knows who I am, there's very little things that I have to do to explain who I am. They're fun right away until the end. When I do an audience that doesn't know me, I got to get them to like me. I got to get them to look at me. I got to get them to get over whatever shit they have about someone who looks like me. Mm-hmm. And this guy is going to a warm audience when he comes to you. So just make him work for it a little bit. Yeah. You got to make him work a little more than he has. Cause right now it's, Hey, you came home and the first person you found was the last person who left. And that's how, and that's, you know, that's going to help you figure out like if he really wants to, you know, continue things because if he's going to, um, text you first or like reach out to you first about hanging out or like say you can't hang out one weekend and um, he's like oh okay cool but then he reaches out to try to hang out again sure. makes an effort you want to see that effort because then if you see the effort you'll know that 
that he's looking for more than yeah. maybe just. And also, you say this is friends with benefits, but you're only meeting up on the weekends and you're hooking up. Yeah, so this, this like sounds like benefits only. Only. So when are you hanging out that isn't late night weekend? Are you guys like talking on the phone? Are you saying, hey, uh, I'm just hanging at my place on Wednesday. I want to come over and watch a movie. Are you doing those things? Mm -hmm. Like, are those things happening in the times that maybe someone wouldn't go out for anyone else? Yeah. So I don't know if you should have, I don't think a conversation is necessary. I think you just have to realize um, that you have to make moves that are selfish and see if he'll latch on to those moves. Yeah. yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. K York City at K York City on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. We are sponsored people. Ooh. This should be a great <laughs> sponsor. Uber Lube. Yes. Your search for the best lube is over, Kay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Feeling is everything and Uber Lube lets you get all gets you feel all the things you want to feel. All the things. All of them. Odorless, tasteless, not sticky and oh so silky. Made from the highest quality materials available. It's pure silicone with a trace amount of vitamin E. You're getting your vitamins. That's like a huge thing. To improve the finish and leave a smooth <laughs> sensation. Hypoallergenic, hypoallergenic, no gluten, glycerine, parabens, or scents or flavors. It's gluten-free. Yeah, this is so healthy. <laughs> Take this, get your summer bot. That also means it won't stain your sheets. Very important. Best of all, it's manufactured right here in America. Go to uberlube.com and use promo code JTRAIN to get free shipping. So they have three sizes. There's a traveler one. They look good. Look at the picture oh, here. Oh, yeah. The, the marketing is really nice. It they, looks really they nice. They could be right on your desk. Nobody would know. Mom would start <laughs> using it as hand sanitizer. I know. So get yours today at uberlube.com, promo code JTRAIN for free shipping. Uberlube, the ultimate in lubrication. Sign me up. Sexless in the city. <laughs> Did I write this? Is this, is this from you? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Let's see what this person has to say. Starting off by saying, getting to hear your honest advice and perspective every week has been something I look forward to every week. Truly a blessing in this time where dating feels like there are no rules. It's like the damn Wild West out here. <laughs> so never now, some much-needed advice. I'm 25 years old, single woman living in New York City. I don't have it super easy. I didn't have it super easy growing up as I'm a refugee from West Africa. Wow, that's very cool. But I have an incredible support system of friends and family, which not a lot of people can can say they have. So I'm extremely lucky. Because of this network of people I can rely on, I've never really been much for dating. I love being around and meeting new people, but I was a late bloomer, if you will. Though I'm really friendly and love a night out with good vibes and music, I am rarely approached in terms of being asked out. If I am approached by a guy, or uh, one or of two things happen. They either, uh, they either someone who is trying to pawn me off to their friend who is uninterested in trying to be a good wingman. You know exactly what I'm talking about, LOL. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have an idea. <laughs> or someone who is trying to pawn me off to their friend who is friend friendly, fun, my drinking buddy, and down to be the Pumbaa to my Timon in Lion King karaoke. 
But by the end of the night, I find out he's underinterested in any, in any romantic or even hookup way since his tongue is down the throat of another girl. True story, bro. Side note, it was all it was still a wicked fun night. Regardless, they always are. I've just started to see a pattern where I never get to have that kind of night and take the guy home for some reason, some more fun as well. First of all, I love the positivity behind this. Yes. Like, always a fun night. Like, me, I'd be like, fun fuck ni- this. I'm never going out again. <laughs> like, Yeah, the girl's going out. She's either getting thrown to some guy who's just being wingmanned or she's getting a guy, but he's fun, but looking to – he is not – Signing up for the the second round. Yeah, he just wants to like hang out. You know that's um uh that happens a lot. But you know what? You can always go out and like if you see a guy, like why don't you do the approaching? Because that way you get to pick the guys and like sure see what happens that way. Like don't always have to wait for a guy to come up. 2018. To you. I'm very strong, much, independent woman. I'm very much a girl that will like go up and talk to whoever. Um, What's your opening line when you go up to a guy? It honestly depends. Uh, if I go up and talk to a guy, I like to do some sort of like small. Dip like a playful dig. Okay, well, give me an um, example. Uh, so, like, say if I'm, like, a ha- at a happy hour or whatever, and, um, you know, like, every guy in New York wears, works in, like, finance and has sure. those, one of those button downs. Yeah, big crowded bar. <laughs> yeah, big crowded hour. bar. I'll just be like, um, wow, I love your shirt. Or, like, that blue looks really good on you. Or, like, some, or, like I really like your tie, even though it's, like, the most plain tie. Just, sure. like, some sort of, like, small dig um, that can be playful and could start some sort of conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a, yeah? Is that shirt from the uh, from the fuckboy collection? I know, you know yeah, like, something like that. That uh, or like uh, you look so different from everyone else here, or like yeah. you know. That, but you're going up to them, so they you they know it's a joke. Yes, clearly, because I'm I'm clearly not going up to them just to be a dick. Yeah, the only time I've gone out on dates have been through apps, and then that's a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah, you're right. I'm not <laughs> here looking for a soulmate or even a boyfriend, as I've never been in a serious romantic relationship, and I honestly don't believe I'm ready for one yet. I, I just want to meet someone who's into me, even if it's just for one night that I feel safe and comfortable to explore my sexuality with. Ooh. Cool. In my short life, I've experienced some incredible moments, but none of them have to do with romance, so I'd be lying if this there isn't a part of me that wants to know what all the hoopla is about. The guy I'm meeting, even if they are DTF, treat me as if I could be anyone. That experience would feel like a two-way street, thus leaving... Uh, that experience wouldn't feel like a two-way street, thus feeling leaving me feeling objectified. This is especially true because I do date interracially. We ain't discriminating out here. <laughs> and I have been in situations where things take a turn revealing I'm just a fetish. That's not wrong. That is that happen? Like, so, um, I, like, guys that are interested in me, especially, like, if they're, like, super white guys, or actually just white guys in general, usually if they're interested in me, they have, like, some... I'm mixed, by the way. Okay. <laughs> like, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, so my dad's black, my mom's white. So okay. I look sort of like... Um, uh, I'm <laughs> like racially ambiguous. You are, yeah, you are, you're racially ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so any guy that I've dated in the past has had some sort of track record with like dating girls that look like me or like um, really. Oh yeah, like all of the, all of, any boyfriend that I've had in the past has had that sort of like track record. So I do feel like it's some sort of. Um, low-key a fetish and uh, which is really interesting to me because it's you, not does wrong. Does it offend you? Like, what's no. the difference between fetish and tight? You know, like, there, you know... Exactly. There's not... I mean, it's... Actually, fetish is the wrong word. I think type would probably be it or... Maybe, uh, but fetish could be the right word. I don't know if it's like 
you know, you could meet someone that like, like the way she puts it, she's like, I'm just a fetish where it's like, you don't, sometimes people with fetishes are just looking to get off that nut, that fetish yeah. nut, but they don't see it as like a serious thing, which sure. I would feel, that would make me feel bad. So that's definitely different because like yeah. type is like, I really like um, white guys with like light features, which sure. is the complete opposite of what I look like, but mm. that's what I'm into. But any guy that I have ever been into usually has the same thing. Like they have a track record of like dating like... Um, you know, Hispanic girls or okay. any girls with like brown skin, darker skin, darker yeah. complexion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She writes, I, "If I had a dollar for every time I had a guy approach me, and the first thing out of their mouth was, mouth was, I've never been with a black girl before. Oh my god, that too. <laughs> I'd be richer than Belichick. <laughs> so what say you, Jared? Am I looking for a unicorn? I know there's a butt for every seat, and people are out here masturbating to feet, but I still feel the loss, staying motivated to keep trying. Honestly, should I only remain focused on myself and the great people I have around me? What do we think i mean she also sent her instagram she's very good looking oh, i'm gonna like look at that look really at this quick. oh yeah i mean oh yeah she's yeah you're she's gorgeous hot. what yes yeah, super hot okay so i feel like if <laughs> if you looked different if you weren't this hot i would be like you know like spend some more time on yourself like don't worry about it blah 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 like sort of trying to like ease my way off yeah. of it but um, at the same time, like, yeah, you should spend some more time on yourself, and I feel like you're going to end up meeting somebody, but you should definitely go out there and make the first move yourself. Like, there's, you have no reason not to. You have no reason not to go and approach guys that you like, that you think are hot. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, she's got, I mean, she's... Because then you can make the choice on, you know, you don't have to be, like, the wingman's friend or whatever. It's like, you're the one who's making the move, so... But I love how positive she is about, like, her life and, like, what she's in. Like, she goes out with her friends. Don't stop doing that. Keep doing that. But I think when you're out at the bars, I think that's the best piece of advice she could get. You got to be more proactive of going up to guys that you want Mm -hmm. and letting – because guys, you know, the apps are so popular because – you know, women are on there and guys don't have to do much. It's laziness. Yeah, exactly. And guys are generally lazy. So you go to a bar, they're going to be looking at you from across the room. And every guy that looks at you from across the room is hoping you'll come up to them so they don't have to fucking do it. Exactly. So just do it anyways. And then you can pick and not have to be stuck with whatever wingman is thrown at you. Yeah, that takes away half your problem. The other half of your problem is going to be, you know, closing that down. And I think um, this is another thing. She wants that wild sexual experience. Touch a leg. Okay. Touch, I'm learning things. Yeah. You, <laughs> if you're, you know, if you're doing Lion King with this guy at the karaoke bar, <laughs> touch his leg. When you sit down at the bar, just graze the knee. That is enough of a buying signal that the guy, it pushes it. Hey, this is... All right, this girl's pushing this to we're not friends. Okay, cool. She doesn't think and and I gotta say, like, this girl is is very good looking. If you're singing Lion King with a guy, he might not even know that you're like down. Him. Yeah. You know? So like send that signal where you're like, hey, the, you know, touch a leg. Yeah. I have a I have a problem with like the friend zone too. I get friend zone super hard just because I, I like hanging out with dudes and mm. I'm um whatever. So yeah, I need to I need to touch the leg. Got to touch the leg because you right. have to send a sex symbol. Okay. You know, and that just tells, you know, the guy like, hey, I'm here. Be a man. Yeah. And I know that's not fair in this day and age, you know, be a man, whatever. But, you know, 
that's how be it one. goes. <laughs> you know, just fucking be one. Yeah, like, and um, I think for her, that at least you need at some point in the night, someone has to go. This is happening. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I was in a situation a few we, you know, more recently than not, where I woke up and I was like, how did I not anything happens? Because I didn't send any signals that wasn't just me drinking and having a good time. Mm-hmm. It was never a moment where I was like touching a leg. Yeah. And that's a tough move to pull. But it lets people know where you stand in that night. So if you're at a bar with someone, and I know these are like, we're living in uh, weird times where, it was, you know, someone would be like, well, what about, you know, like there's a lot of dumb men out there that are being like, well, I don't know what to do anymore because of all the accusation. No, if Come you're at a bar down. with a girl <laughs> and you touch the small of her back. Yeah. I'm not saying an ass or whatever. If you like, you know, you know, do a gentle touch of the back. No one's th- going to freak out on you. <laughs> They could look at you and go, "Hey, listen, I have a boyfriend." At that point, then hey, fine. I'm sorry, like, I, I read it. I read it wrong. No problem. This is this is what happens. But there you go. Oh, he's feeling me. Yeah, both literally and, phys- and metaphorically. But don't yeah, don't be afraid to like make the first move or be the one to initiate this because you can. Would you rather have an uncurable STD <laughs> or a kid? Oh God. Um. This is hard because I don't love kids. Yeah, listen. Um, but I also would rather Some not. would say a kid is the most uncurable STD I of know, them all. Like, um, I guess a kid because STDs are just gross. You'd rather the kid. I guess I'd rather the kids kid. Kids are kind of gross. Kids are definitely gross, but I could at least like pawn it off on like a nanny or like a baby. <laughs> I said it. First of all, I said it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, STDs are gross. Kid, right? Shelby? Yeah, probably a kid. I mean, it could be like syphilis and destroy my brain or some weird mm. shit. Like, yeah, I'm no like thanks. worried about anybody. But what who's... if it's a one day thing? What do you mean? Oh, like a what one night stand? And no, what if pregnant? it's an STD like uh, that? You can just take a pill and get rid of it. But they said uncurable. Oh, an uncur. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm like worried about no. Like that's yikes. Yeah, if it I was curable, ta- I'd be like, fuck me up with the STD, but like. <laughs> taking the kid, but don't. <sighs> but like, let's do not. <laughs> Why do we answer these? <laughs> let's do, uh, let's do some, uh, some news. K, oh, K York City on Instagram. Go follow, go support. Let's do, an, let's do a voicemail. We have voicemails here on the podcast. Oh. I love the voicemails. I want more of them. So please call in. Uh, the number is. Let me get it out for you right now. 347-669-8252. Put it in your phone. Just put it in your phone as J-Train. 347-669-8252. You're out. You're in the car. You're on a road trip. Hey, let's see what Papa JT has to think. That's really cool. Actually, I love that idea. 347-669-8252. Let's hear it. Or I can just, like, give you my number. Hey, J-Train. It's... I'm calling from Canada. What up, Canada? Probably shouldn't have said my name, so if you could bleep that out, that would be great. Sending you uh, a Shelby. big nut feather. So last weekend, I made out with my mom's boyfriend's son. Oh, my God. And oh, oh, my God. Hold on. Pause. That, that put me on a roller coaster. <laughs> First, it was I made out with my mom. Then, then like, it was oh. my mom's boyfriend. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> 
And then sun, I was like, oh, phew. Yeah, I like let out a sigh of relief. Oh my God. That, that was a scary one. That, that was scary. That was like doing like the the doing the turn on the roller coaster where it goes upside down. Yeah. Like we went from hooking up with mom <laughs> to her boyfriend to the son. Oh, okay, okay. son. All right, let's go. Boyfriend's son. And feel a little bit guilty, but also kind of want to do it again. Yeah. And don't know what my next move should be. Um, what text I should send so that we can hang out. Don't know what he's thinking. So if you could give me your perspective, that would be so great. Big fan, big fan of the show, and I also love the You Up podcast. Thank you. Hi, Shelby. Hey, Shelby got a shout-out. There we go. Shelby, we love you. Um, What do we think? (laughs) Okay, so um, I would actually want to know, like, what, how, like, like the severity or how real this relationship is with her mom's boyfriend, yeah. like her mom and her boyfriend. Like, is it like, are they going to get married or like, is this, are they forever are, boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend? Some of the, some people have that arrangement exactly. where they're just like, that's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend, like older age dating where they're never, they're gonna basically married. Exactly. Or like, um, or did they just start dating? Like, do they, because if that's the case, then who cares? Like, do whatever. But I guess if they're like close to like getting married or something, that's kind of hard because. See, I think the opposite. I yeah? hear what you're saying. I think, um, I mean, I don't know what it's like to date as an older woman. <laughs> but I will say this from watching and you know just like uh, you know I watch older women every day yeah I have a farm of them Great. Uh, <laughs> no I uh, just from it's very difficult to find companionship yeah. as an older woman and I know you know I, I someone was like well how do you know I just know well just think about it like older if- men want younger women and uh Younger men want younger women. Yeah. So where does that leave the old bitches? Uh, fucked. Yeah, for real though, it's um, hard. It's hard. It's very hard, especially if they have kids, and then it's uh, an entire and the whole other thing. So you should be aware that as a young woman uh, who's calling into the J Train podcast, I'm sure you're beautiful and you have you got a great life ahead of you, and you're smart. But also know that your possibilities for finding someone are way more than your mom who found someone who's genuinely dating her. You know, like, I'm not saying your mom's a loser. I'm just saying, like, it's tough out there as an older woman. Yeah. I feel like you should just go make out with somebody else. So if they're, like, serious, if they're, like, one of those couples that, like, like, uh, like they call each other boyfriend girlfriend, but they're they're basically married. Mm-hmm. You should kind of go to the mom and like hint at like he's saying saying the son is cute, and then see what she says. see how she feels about that. Yeah, I would give like because if your mom's like, no, don't fuck this up for me. I'm I'm getting yeah. laid. I'm know, fucking. Please help me. <laughs> please, I got a guy who'll fuck me. Take me out on a Saturday night. He likes me. And I got to deal with you fucking his son and maybe crying because the son, because nine out of 10 chances, this son is going to be someone you're upset about at some point. Oh, for sure. So then it makes everything even worse. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to ruin the mom's good time because that's your mom and it's hard to find a guy at a certain age. So 
I would kind of walk slowly. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Yeah. So I would go to your mom and just like kind of hint at like, he's kind of cute, isn't he? And then see what the mom feels. And that's only if, if your mom's just started dating this guy, I'd stay away and be cool about it. And I'm not saying that you won't be cool about it, but at some point it won't be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of the breakup even before you've hooked up. So, like, let's say you guys hook up again. Oh, great. Then the mom doesn't find out. Let's say you hook up again. Great. Let's say he ghosts. Are you going to be mad at his dad? Oh, yeah. Are you going to be, are you going to look at your mom and go, stop dating them? I don't want to be around them. Are you going to make it difficult? This is all about your mom. It's all going to be a shitstorm, like, basically. Yeah. There's no, there's no good outcome with this. But there's a slight chance that you're like, I just kind of want to fuck this guy and that's it. If that's your attitude and you don't get emotionally attached to these people, then that's a different story. Whatever. But I'm just playing the odds on this one. Yeah. And the odds tell me that the odds are, uh, this is all numbers to me. The Mm -hmm. odds of an older woman finding a boyfriend that's willing to commit, that's a very tough spot. The odds of you working out with the, uh, hooking up with the guy and not hating him. Tough spot. I can't remember the last time I hooked up with a guy and didn't, didn't hate him. Didn't hate him. <laughs> and it's like, now you hate someone that is in your life for however how long. long your mom will handle this. And also, but, you know, so that's my un... You could be torturing yourself. <laughs> yeah. I Just don't do it to yourself. It's not worth You're it. You're going to be... You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like... Sleeping in a room with dog shit, because this thing is gonna stink, it's gonna and it's gonna stink. be there forever. Yep. Let's do some news. What's up, Shelby? What do we got? So glad Kay is here for this. She could weigh in. Can't wait. There's a big Reddit thread that had a lot of responses. Of what are the what's like the dirty talk phrase that girls like in bed the most? What do you think? Oh. The top phrase that girls like to hear in bed? Correct. Hmm. I'm like trying to think. Like, what do I like to hear? Dirty. Um. <laughs> Two words. Two words. Oh. oh, so there's an answer. I'm coming. Incorrect. Uh, I oh, wish. so there's an answer. I wish I'd be the best at sex. Girls, girls like to hear this um, from a guy? Yes. Um, I wish it was I'm coming or I'm hard. Uh, or like you're hot or like you're sexy or something. I feel like a compliment. Uh, some, <laughs> rude. <laughs> I feel like uh, some sort of compliment or like. How about uh, I farted? No? <laughs> um, uh, or like, or just like. Um, fuck me, or like, or I'm trying to. <laughs> That's an aggressive. Yeah. Um, Is it not a compl- Some sort of compliment? Am I getting closer? It's closer? sort of a compliment. Uh, sort of a compliment. Okay. <laughs> so it's hairy not. balls. Um, uh, um, hear this. Uh, or. Andy Cohen. Or like, uh. or like some sort of like moan, like an oh god. Or <laughs> what is it? Good girl. Good, Good girl. girl. What do you think? I kind of like love that. We just reacted like it was a uh, family feud. We're like what? 
good girl. You know, and yeah, then they'll like, get the answer. Oh, shit, like I knew that. <laughs> yeah, oh, good girl. Wait, I've never I, said such a thing. Have you heard that? Oh, I've definitely heard that. Or like, Really? Yeah, like I've heard good girl or like... Um, when does he say good girl and did you like it? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I didn't like it enough to like remember like yeah. <laughs> to answer this question. But Fair. yeah, I've heard that before. Like say... Um, Usually, like, when you're going down on a guy mm. and, like, he has, like, his hand on the back of your head. Sure. Like, that's sort of like a... A good girl moment. Like a dominant... Yeah. Ah. Like a dominant thing. I, okay. like, gave that a really specific example. <laughs> that was a very specific an- <laughs> example, but we're happy you gave it. I don't know. Maybe right now. Good <laughs> time, girl. Yeah. I thought it was like I could put myself in that female mindset and sure. be like oh yeah. I can see that but then again like that's what I said to my dog growing up yeah too. well that would be the weirdest part if you walked out if you just had sex and then he has a female dog and he goes uh, and then he's feet and, oh, and geez, you're, you're in the bed and you hear him go good girl yeah. good girl good girl you know he's feeding her kibble <laughs> yeah gotta change the tone and yeah, yeah there's definitely yeah, like you some can't do it like a like... dog <laughs> good girl you That's say, super interesting. Maybe you could, it'd be funny if he said good girl to his dog and then to you, he went, good girl. And you're like, okay. That's a very different good but girl. I feel like that's the same as like um, a uh, like a daddy sort of. Um, interesting. Conf- you know, that sort of yeah. uh, connotation to it. Like, yeah, I think so. Weird, uh. weird compliments, but. What was the, is there another on the list? There probably was, but I didn't read that far. Okay. Well, we got another story? There's a new study by the City University in England that... This sounds like it's there to vry. <laughs> <laughs> like there's Oxford. Yeah. Oh, where'd you go? City. City. <laughs> <laughs> says that people, humans... <laughs> only visit 25 places regularly. What do you mean by regularly? Just like, you know, in their day-to-day life. Just 25 places. That makes like sense. Like a Starbucks. But they change over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, in a month, I have 25 places I go to. Yes. See, this makes sense to me. This is what I always talk about after shows. Um, after shows, a a uh, like people act weird when they talk to you not at the the Philly, the Philly shows everyone was cool mm-hmm. um but sometimes people get out of their way you know they don't they don't know what to say because there's very little variables in most lives like yeah. i go to i went to last week i went to vegas la and philly in one week the, and then New York. So four, I was in four different places that are very different from one another on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, New York, New York and Philly are very similar. But as, at the same time, like New York, L.A., Philly and Vegas. Different types of people. Different types of people. And so I you you kind of have to like like I, I go and I, I don't really go up to people with my whole shtick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I gotta exactly. wait. You gotta wait, feel it out, feel it out, see what they're like. Know your and it's audience, like, you know your audience, and it's like a lot of people. They only deal with like the person they see at work, the person they see at home, their mother, the yeah. kids, and then they come see you, and they're like they're in the same energy, like they know you, and it's like Bizarre. yeah, because they're not used to the variabilities. Mm-hmm. So this kind of you know this only proves my point is that like twenty five. I can I could count the amount of places I go to New York in a month. 
they found that yeah. people like to visit, like, try out new places like restaurants, a bar, a gym. But once they kind of do find a new place, one of their 25 drops off. Oh, yeah, and like they always, stop going It's to... always just around a 25. Well, that's the other thing is it's kind of the same way with entertainment. When I tell people, like tell new people about the podcast or you try to get new people involved, some people already have their shit. Yeah. You know, some people already have like, hey, this is my Monday podcast, my Tuesday one. Um, like, and you're trying to get into people's ears for the amount of time they have mm-hmm. for these types of things. So, you know, that's the toughest part. You got to like, and I always say when like coming out to shows, it's tough to get people to come out to shows because there's one of their 25 places. I can't even think of 25 places. I like go to, I go to work and I come home and then I go to like a bar. uh, Yeah, there you go. It's like, it's my, I have like 25 different bars that I go to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those 25, you should, everyone should write out their 25 places, then you can find out if you're an alcoholic or not. He's like, oh, 14 of them are Irish pubs? Right. I'm fucked. Another way to find out if you're an alcoholic is like when you take out your recycling. That's always like a, <laughs> All cans. a really big <laughs> See someone on the street that collects cans, like, oh, you have an issue. Like, <laughs> are you okay. You collect the cans. Any other stories? Guys, fans of John Mayer. Love me. I do love John Mayer, especially John on like Mayer. Instagram and like you know his, like comments. And you know stuff why I like funny. John Mayer because the guy went and made his money doing pop stuff, and now he's just kind of like living, doing whatever. And, and he's like a good guitar player, and he was he was so good that he went to like the Dead and Company people, and he was like, "Can I just play with you guys?" Yeah, I so didn't you can know. tell he just really likes making music. I didn't know he was like this like legendary guitar player. Like yeah. I knew he played guitar, but I didn't know that he was like. The, Amazing. I'm not a big music person. Just I don't know a lot about music. Like mm-hmm. I like listening to music, but I don't really know anything. Yeah. And I everyone that like people that I trust that know music, they're like, yeah, he's like the best. It, yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard. What do we got on him? I think he'd like you to think he'd like to hear you say that because apparently uh, publicists in Hollywood are telling their A-list clients to stay away from a mayor. Why? Apparently he has a reputation as like a cheater, manipulative guy who kind of like kisses and tells and just jumps from person to person. I did see him on a dating app. Really? Raya. I did see John Mayer. He did not match well, me. Well, I'll, so say, I'll say this. He, <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, no, it just changes everything. I did know. He match with you? Um, I'll say this. I see him at the Comedy Cellar every now and again. Really? He's He hangs out there all the time. He hangs at the table. He lives here in New York? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at, I'm going to start like, coming to the Comedy yeah. Cellar. <laughs> oh, he comes in and he hangs and he'll sit at the table with all the comics and he hangs out. Um, and he seems like a really nice and normal guy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, um, it's, it's funny that, uh, the publicists, I think they're understanding. I think sometimes you can be too normal to be that famous. You know, it seems mm-hmm. like, like they're like, well, he doesn't get the game. And yeah, it's like, like yeah, because he's a normal fucking dude who doesn't have to get the game. That's how like celebrities, like when they take the subway and stuff, like when they see celebrities taking the subway, it's sure. really weird. It's like, why? But it's like. Because it's transportation. Just living, it's normal. Yeah, I want to live my... I think, like, if you're not on all the time trying to be more of a celebrity, mm-hmm. that's when 
those PR people get weird around you. Yeah. Like, if you're not, like, always in for the game of, like, well, I won't kiss and tell, but I'll take a picture with her. Self-promotion and stuff, yeah. And if you've kind of, like, like, that's kind of back to the story of his music, where he did the thing where he was the pop guy, Mm -hmm. and now he's like, I just like playing and I got money. Yeah. Why don't I just live like this for a while? And I think that scares (laughs) people when people are okay with their standing in the world. Because mm-hmm. he does seem pretty okay with where yeah. I've heard him on stage. Like he's gone on stage at the cellar and like you know talked and like and done jokes and like what does he even sound like? I feel like I great. haven't even heard him speak before. He's very nice. <laughs> I'm not and, even lying. But it's interesting because uh, I think people are sometimes weirded out by you being okay in your own skin and yeah. not really like like. Um, I'll bring it back to comedy for a second. Like if I, some people just get weirded out by like you owning what you do, mm-hmm. you know? Like oh, I've, yeah. Like I'm sure if you tell people what you do for a living, like people will go, like there's some people that react to that differently than others. Oh, for sure. Some people are like, wait, what? I don't, I don't get it. So you just like post And then they become what? assholes. Yeah. And they don't even know they're being assholes, but by not knowing it, they are an asshole. Mm-hmm. And the longer they talk, the more you're going... I just don't even want to explain it's, it to you because yeah, I, I now I have to prove my existence to you. Yeah. I've had, I mean, you tell people you're a comedian, they'll go, oh, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't the know. How, I go, it's a lot of jobs that make up one job. Or like, is it your full time job? That's, uh, I yeah. love that. It's like, I, well, in Philly, I was at the shows in Philly and, um, a couple of people from college came that I, you know, that I keep in touch with, you know, here and there, some more than others. But, you know, some of them came with people that I keep in touch with from college. Yeah. Um, and one of them after the show was like, so do you do it full time? And I was like, we just had like a sold out show. Like, are you joking? <laughs> like, I just did a whole hour, a sold out show. Like, and I know they don't mean anything by it, but I was like, I don't know mm-hmm. what to say to you. And then she was like... Um, like, do you love it? And I was like, uh, I go, well, you know, any job has good days and bad days, but uh, if I didn't love it, I should probably stop doing it. Because exactly. no one really needs me to do comedy. And like also, a- <laughs> like, if you didn't love it, I feel like you wouldn't be as funny. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be trying as that hard. Wouldn't, like, it that wouldn't... wouldn't. But also, like, more importantly is, like, you know, no one needs, you know, we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need teachers. Yeah. Like, you know, those jobs can suck some days and, be, and you could be like, well, it's a hard day, but I'm just happy to get out of this. This is, this is a more selfish thing. Sure. So um, I'm hoping people like what I do and come out to shows. But like it sometimes is like these people are looking for reasons like they want to know why you would do such a thing. Yeah, because and it must they be can't, it you doesn't love compute it. in yeah, their head. They're like, I don't get it. So, yeah. So the John Mayer thing, it makes sense to me that people in Hollywood would be like, yeah, we don't want to be around that guy. It's maybe because he gets it too much. Yeah. Maybe because he doesn't need <laughs> He's like, I just they, can't be bothered with that anyway. Like, I'm sure there's a PR agent who was like, well, you could make a million if you go to uh, Verizon and do their new do their new jingle. And he was like, I don't want to do the jingle. And then they're like, what? Why? Like, who? why don't you want to make a million dollars and do a jingle? Yeah. It's cause, cause don't, don't you want more Instagram followers? And then he's like, no. And then they're like, well, we don't compute. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But. That's our episode. Cool. Kay Brown, thank you for coming on. Yeah, this is awesome. At Kay York City on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Go, go, go now. Shelby, thank you. Thanks for having me. 
At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. At Classic Shelb. Go follow, go follow, go follow. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Friday, you're getting the live uh, episode from the Philly Punchline. Get on it. Enjoy. We'll be back next week. Boom.